All right, welcome to another episode of Saints and Sinners Unplugged. I am Pastor Ken Jones, joined by Pastor Aldo Leon, Pastor Jose Prado, and Pastor David Menendez. Uh, over these past few weeks, we've been talking about the Christmas season, Advent, Incarnation, things of that nature. Today, we want to do something a little bit different. I would like us to just kind of talk about some of the hymns, good and bad, that are related to this season. Because, see, part <laughs> of the special spirit of this season is the music that's associated with it. And we've, we've talked about uh, the cultural celebration, and certainly there are some favorites culturally during the season, like chestnuts roasting over an open <laughs> fire, the Christmas song, Santa Claus coming to town, White Christmas. Yeah, yeah. All, all those cultural favorites, Christians singing about this season, how does it differ or how should it differ in terms of content and sometimes even tone of what we sing and what we celebrate apart from the cultural? In other words, while it might be okay, Christmas trees and so forth, but I don't think it's forbidden. I don't think when it comes to Christian worship during the Christmas season, I don't think we should be singing jingle bells. Not in terms of what you sing at home, you know, oh, okay. with friends. In the context of worship. I'm talking about oh, okay. Christian worship. So I want to go through our hymnals, and you guys can pick out some that you like, because there is one, by the way, uh, Away in a Manger, and it has a statement in there. We have to be careful of what we sing. Because as Paul says in Colossians, mm. we're actually singing the word of God uh, mm. into uh, mm. one another. Mm. So away in a manger, it says, you know, the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head and then the cattle are lowing or something. And then uh, the little Lord Jesus, <coughs> no sound does he make. Well, that's not my savior. Mm. My savior was a, a real human being. And I'm willing to bet that he cried because there's no sin in crying for babies. That's what babies do. So we're not talking about something that, that has no real human life. Mm, he mm. soiled his diaper, mm. he burped, he cried. But there are some hymns that are very drenched in Scripture. So I want to just read through the lyrics of a couple. One is, Come thou long-expected Jesus. Come thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free from our fears and sins and release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. By thine own eternal spirit, Rule in all our hearts alone. By thine all-sufficient merit, raise us to mm. thy holy throne. Wow. Mm. Now, does that capture the season? Does that mm. capture the essence mm. of the incarnation? Okay, can you think of any others? Come, Be, come, Emmanuel. Yes. Oh, yeah. come, he come. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Yes. And ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until... The Son of God appear. I just think about as you read these, I, I, I'm just kind of, I'm a little surprised at how like inoculated we are uh, to the, like kind of just numb to these songs and we sing them and and, mm. and everyone sings them and, and then you like actually mm. like look at the words. Yes. And yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, here it's like we are exiles who are lost and <laughs> captive and helpless and hopeless mm -hmm. until yeah. 
someone enters into history mm-hmm. for us. Like, I, I feel like we would just sing this and totally miss. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Like Definitely. the 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 breadth mm-hmm. of the words. Well, I'll give you an example. And I, I really didn't understand the weightiness of this song probably until 10, 15 years ago. Hark the herald angels sing. Mm. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. But here's the part. Um, Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, late in time behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb, veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity, pleased as man with men to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. Yeah. But people are not paying attention these days to to words and, you know, right? And Well, sh- and <laughs> I, I disagree. And, and one of the reasons I disagree that we're not paying attention to yeah. words, you know, one of the most popular forms mm-hmm. of music is rap. True, true. Which yeah. is completely so the, word-oriented. The, the, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, for, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. we have tried yeah. to make simple mm. what God already made simple. Mm-hmm. Which is language. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, who is it, Luther or, or Calvin yeah. that said that the Bible is mm-hmm. God's baby talk to us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, the third verse of, of Hark the Herald, angels mm-hmm. sing. Uh, Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by. Born that man no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 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 What, what, I like, what I like about that hymn is that you see this like ongoing theme that, that Christmas is about being passive recipients exactly. of somebody else's generous kindness and history in the person and work of Christ. Yeah. Um, gentle Mary laid her child lowly in a manger. There he lay, the undefiled, to the world a stranger. Such a babe in such a place, can he be the Savior? Ask the saved of all the race who have found his favor. Angels sang about his birth. Wise men sought and found him. Heaven's star shone brightly forth, glory all around him. Shepherds saw the wondrous sight heard the angels singing. All the plains were lit that night. All the hills were ringing. Mm. Gentle Mary laid her child lowly in a manger. He is still the undefiled, but no more a stranger. Son of God of humble birth, beautiful the story. Praise the name of all in all the earth. Hail the King of glory. You can't beat we're, that. We're, we're missing some. Something has we have we have been given a raw deal when it comes to worship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. mean, when we, I guess, as you said, um, Aldo, that we we don't think about the words that we sing, mm. and shame on us. We, I mean, we just 
We close our eyes. You, you, guys, yeah. We just kind of want to memorize that one line mantra. Yeah, the hook. We, we, right, and we just go with that and just get into this ecstatic trance. We see right. That's where the church is today. And because a lot of it, again, back to your point, Aldo, is that in these hymns, it's always other. It's always us. It's a matter of us receiving. We yes. get excited about the hymns where we do the doing. We, yes. we, we, are, we praise you, God, and we want to praise our praise. Yeah. <laughs> rather than just receive God's <laughs> gracious yeah. gift oh, and adore him that's why one of, one of the most popular uh, Christmas hymns that churches do sing is O Come All Ye Faithful once again it's, it's, it's about us you yeah. know, come, come and adore him well even you if know. we would sing that better you yeah. know just pause on yeah. it and think of what the words are saying yeah. and uh, the point is that there's a message that's being sung over well the, the prophet said that god sings over us right yes and if he sings over us he's not he's singing over us the words of redemption yeah well, yeah so, and i think yeah. even, even going back to like the 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 theme of advent <clears throat> if advent and advent incarnation the reality that god gives us someone who basically embodies and fulfills everything that we should be, I think that Christian adoration and celebration is entering into God's enjoyment of His own Son and who He is for us. Mm. So adoration and worship is not so much something um, coming from me as me entering into what God is enjoying over His Son over me, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, worship is, yeah, it's, it's God recruiting me to celebrate what he's celebrating about Jesus for me. That's yes, the heart that's of good. worship, as yeah. opposed to kind of some, I don't know, like, like catalyzing force that kind of starts here and goes there, and kind of, you know, it, it gets motivated here, goes here, goes there. I'm just entering into God's delight over Jesus that he has over me and through me and that, that that to me is worship well if you notice that all of the the hymns that we've looked at so far they are like i said drenched in scripture it's almost like taking verses out of the bible they're mm -hmm. only repeating and putting in song putting in the form of a song those things that god has said about his the coming savior and what is what's already given to us in scripture here's another example child in the manger Child in the manger, infant of Mary, outcast and stranger, Lord of all. Child who, uh, who inherits all our transgressions, all our merits, all our demerits on him fall. Mm. Once the most holy child of salvation, gently and lowly lived below, now as our glorious mighty redeemer, see him victorious over each foe. Prophets foretold him, infant of wonder. Angels behold him on his throne. Worthy our Savior of all our praises. Happy forever are his own. I mean, again, it's, yeah. it's, it's recognizing the, the, the duality of this great slice of glory wrapped in flesh and in it, in that child born and laid in that manger is all of the promises of God. As Paul says in 2 Corinthians 1, all of the promises of God are yea and amen in him. And if we, according to our own thinking, 
if we said, well, what would it look like? Or what would a savior look like? We would have a picture of the, the great, of, of the Hulk or one of the, you know, some Marvel hero or something. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's this baby. Mm -hmm. It's this baby who grew and who was a 12-year-old who was submissive to the will of his heavenly father and his earthly parents. It's this adult who has loved his neighbor as himself, who has loved God with all of his heart, soul, and strength, who is now lifted up on a cross and bears the guilt for all of our failures. That's what our Savior is. And, and as a friend always says, that we're always reinventing the wheel and it seldom comes out round. Mm. So all of our attempts to write great songs mm. about this season, we tend to just overlook those things that God has given us in the scriptures. So our message is, uh, is brimming with, with themes and propositions and discourse. Yes. Right? Which cannot just be captured in very simplistic expressions. Right. right. But yeah. Yeah, it, but it, but it's still it's still it still is it's very simple though. It is, it is. It's simple, but it requires. Yeah, I think, I think the issue is not yeah. whether it's simple or not. The issue mm -hmm. is is missing it all together. It's, mm -hmm. it's just plainly moving away from the oddness yeah. but of, I'm saying of it, this baby born in a manger to singing songs like you know. I mean, the message itself requires a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. That it's not just a little you know, one, two, three word to kind mm -hmm. of get you up. It requires a narrative that is received, reasoned, you know, understood. And that digested. reasoning is important. Yeah. Yeah, our worship, <clears throat> worship is, I like what the, the language of Paul in Romans 12, when he talks about that which is your reasonable service, reasonable from two vantage points. One, in that it makes sense. If you are a recipient of God's mercy, then it makes sense that you would worship him but reasonable in another sense, that it engages thought. Right. right. See, it, and, and, and God reveals truth. He has created us as rational beings. Yeah. And I think sometimes we have overreacted to yeah. what people call dead orthodoxy sure. and intellectualism mm -hmm. so that we have fed, if, if, if that is true, and I haven't found that creature yet, dead orthodoxy, because wherever orthodoxy is, mm -hmm. if it's orthodox, it's alive, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. But but if you know if there is that that cold distant intellectualism, then I think that what we've seen is the re reverse. We pumped we poured everything into the affections, yeah. and we've disengaged our yeah. minds. Yeah. Where God has given us propositions in scriptures, promises in scriptures, types and shadows in scriptures. So it seems like the, the moment that we ought to be most bursting with praise yeah. is when all of those propositions, when all of those promises, when all of those types and shadows finally arrives. Mm. And that's what you get in the birth of Christ. All of it now coming together. It's like all of that great <clears throat> anticipation, and here he is. And so the very mind that we use to reason from a sacrifice goat or bull to recognize that God pardons sins, we are to use that same reasoning to recognize here is the one. This is the seed of the woman. The Lamb of God. This is the Lamb of God. This yeah. is the answer to Abraham's question or to Isaac's question. Where's the Lamb? Yeah. Here hmm. he is. That's a tremendous challenge. I mean, I see with our youth, I don't know if it happens in your churches too, and and just trying to raise them to, and, I, and I'm not just trying to say, no, don't listen to contemporary music or you know, no, there, there's some good songs. There's some very good, good contemporary, contemporary good songs, stuff, yeah. but recognize that 
we need to feed the understanding. The understanding cannot be separated from 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 what worship is. Yes. Without understanding, there is no worship. There is no edification, and, and that's a component of thing missing in in today's evangelical church when it comes to worship. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the good ones that you talk about, mm-hmm. what makes some of those songs good, is that they are they 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 are reflections of what God has revealed. It's helpful to say too that I think all propositions like these they're, they're all affectional in nature. Sure. I mean you're talking about like you know Christ is is he's proposed to us as a proposition of who he is and the fact that he's a older brother. I mean how <laughs> yes. how how, en- how endearing is that? He's he's mm. he's he's yeah. a, a husband. Yeah. Yeah. God's a father so yeah. you know I feel like it's it's a lot of times people people like yeah. it's not wanna, one or the other. Yeah, but yes. like yeah. God, yes. God proposes yeah. Truth that engages yeah. a mind in this very affectional, yeah. Yeah. pastoral, yeah. Uh, compelling way. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like a you know God doesn't God he, Jesus. Well, notice, it, see, that's why it's not just news. It's yeah, it's good, good news. news. Yes. That's yes. why it's not just some type of action. It's kindness. Yes. So notice the the loaded connotations of yeah. these that engage a response. Well, an effective at, response. Look at the way the Lord commissions Isaiah in Isaiah 40 when he tells him to deliver the good news. He says, speak comfort to my people. There you go. So the gospel is a message so, of comfort. Yeah. But engaged. he also gives him the, the pathos yeah. by which he's to speak it. Speak tenderly yeah, exactly. to my people. Exactly. Yeah. And what are you to tell yeah. him? Tell her that. I think these are the components <laughs> of powerful, yes. me- powerful worship. That, that does not set aside affections, but understands that affections is informed by truth. Yeah. And when those two go together, man, there we are in the presence of yeah. God. Well, if and, and, affections and that are not informed by truth mm-hmm. is just hype. Idolatry. Absolutely. Yeah. It's idolatry. It's being informed you know. by the lie, by the deception. Well, <laughs> do you see the correlation, though, between a generation <clears throat> that has overlooked the profundity of, of this simple gospel of a child lying in a manger being our savior, that we've overlooked that. Doesn't it make sense that this is the generation that overlooks how powerful that is? The same generation that has more oil in pulpits than we have communion tables. Mm-hmm. We make more of the oil that we put on, on each other mm-hmm. than receiving the broken body and shed blood of our Lord. So if because simplicity, oil is shiny. I guess it's more spectacular. Wine and bread are simple. Yeah. Wine, bread, and water mm. to help us make sense of a child in a manger. Mm. But that's all. That's that's where God's grace is. Mm. That's where that's where our salvation is. It's not in the spectacular. Mm. It's not in it's not in the laying on of my hands. No, it's it's in God sending forth His Son. And sending his existing son to be a child, yeah. you know, and, and living for me, you know, giving making me us, credit for that. Yes. Making us creatures again, true creatures. Yeah. Yes. And, 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 he, and I, I don't know, I, I just had like a bell go off in my head, but even like Advent is like this, this idea of Christ coming to us, then in a sense, our songs should be bringing Christ to people as opposed to um, yes, that's kind good. of. Yeah. Trying to bring Christ, bring people to Christ. You bring people to Christ, well, they ain't gonna, they're not gonna find them. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know. as long as they come bearing gifts, right? <laughs> <laughs> but our songs should bring down the Christ who came, because the only way we could relate 
to God is in Christ coming to us. And so we, yeah. we, we, we're singing songs that are bringing Christ. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not bringing Him again, but bringing yeah. the reality of, of, of a coming Christ to so, us. So that we can come through. I think that's what Peter, when Peter says uh, that we offer acceptable sacrifices through Mm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Dude. we offer acceptable sacrifices because what do we bring but but Christ on our lips and Christ as our substitute, Christ as our rock. So we have become again the creatures that we were meant to be, to depend on the one yeah. that gives us everything, right? Now and see, and I think as to go back <clears throat> to what we've been saying over these last few weeks. It's okay. Have your office Christmas party. Put mm -hmm. lights up. But we who have received the greatest gift, don't let your joy mm -hmm. be tied to what, what somebody else gives you or doesn't give you. Mm -hmm. don't, let, don't let your joy of this season be tied to whether or not you're able to get a tree. Mm -hmm. As Christians, here's what we celebrate. Because the cultural element is going to pass away. The commercial is going to pass, but what doesn't pass is the surpassing gift of the grace of God in the person of Jesus. That's what we have. Yeah. That's what we have received. We receive it over and yeah. over and over again because Jesus is yeah. ours. And everything good in the culture is bound with that to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing, you know, what we're talking about because uh, I I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to say this in a condemning way, but I, I as a pastor, Go ahead, do some condemning, <laughs> you know, but, but <laughs> to, as a, to as raise a pastor, a you know, you sometimes uh, <laughs> see, you, you see the, the, the people and how they view this season yeah. and, and, and you see uh, like what you're saying. I mean, uh, what, what's being celebrated more than anything is the culture. Yeah. It's the, it's the, you know, the. Uh, all the things that we grew up doing, all, all the traditions that we have, all, all these things to the point where uh, uh, e even on this year being Christmas on a Sunday. On a, yeah. You know, I and mean, people they, were going to really raise the question, should we have church? Yeah. Like people actually <laughs> are. We're canceling church, right? Yeah. Oh, people, yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. Some people are meeting on, on Saturdays. Wow. Yeah. Totally, yeah. You know. yeah. But I mean, let, yeah. let me let me yeah. close with I'm stubborn. You know, I'm like, <laughs> let, let me close with the hymn that you mentioned earlier, David. Oh, come. Oh, come, Emmanuel. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. O come, thou day spring, come and cheer our spirits by thine advent here. Hmm. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows put to flight. O come, thou wisdom from on high, and order all things far and nigh. To us the path of knowledge show and cause us in her ways to go. O come, desire of nations, and bind all peoples in one heart and mind. Bid envy, strife, and quarrels cease. Fill the whole world with heaven's peace. Rejoice, Emmanuel. Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I pray that during this season, as you enjoy all of the traditions of your family and the culture around you, I pray that if you are in Christ, the joy of this season will be the fact that to know that God has sent his son for you. And yes, 
in that manger that child was born, and the one that was born is the King of glory. Until next time, thank you.